0: And now, being Devo the sports and
1: manliness.
0: Welcome back to the BDSM show. That's Billy and Devo talk sports and manliness. As usual,
2: I'm Billy. I'm Devo. That was quite a welcome. Like when you hit the welcome back, that was like,
0: like professional, right?
2: Yeah, like like modulated out.
0: Like I should be a a show host, even.
2: Like you went to school for it. Yeah, almost. Almost seemed like it, wouldn't it? Almost seemed like you went to school <laughs> for it. <laughs> sure. Um. Thanks for coming back, guys. Thanks for coming back this week. Um, last weekend, I had the. Privilege Of sleeping on the floor next to Billy's couch <laughs> You uh, could have
0: had the couch man
2: Yeah. You know The boy fell asleep And I went to put him in the bed And there just didn't seem like enough room Yeah So I left him on the couch And I did the chivalrous thing And slept on the floor next to the couch
0: So if he rolled off He'd land on daddy's big right. belly Yeah.
2: <laughs> Strong back But that's yeah. okay Sure Um, had a great time. The boy had a great time. He still talks about it. Even today, he was talking about the bounce house at Bubba's house. Nice. Um, we inflated a small bounce house inside of Billy's house because it was so goddamn hot out this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Then so much easier inside. There's no dirt. There's no sweat. Yeah. And that one's the
0: indoor bounce house is much easier to clean up and put away than the water slide. Did you ever get that big bastard
2: folded up? I
0: did, and actually, I
2: managed to roll it up in one shot hey. to get it
0: fitted in the bag.
2: Getting good at it. You should take, yeah. like, a marker and draw little lines on where it needs to fold.
0: Uh, yeah, except it's all kind of guesswork, so what I would do <laughs> is I'd write marker spots on it, and then... Never be able to find them? F it up, and then the next time, I I would go, oh, there's the marks, and then roll it up and go, god damn it.
2: I'd still miss.
0: Yeah, but it was fun. Um today actually when i picked the boy up from school he was saying he wanted to go do the race cars with finn again nice and uh i mentioned oh, that you know finn was at home with uncle Devo and Aunt Chan, and he said i don't want to go to my house i want to go to their house <laughs> <laughs> awesome. so how long uh how long was finn losing his shit on the way back
2: uh probably till i got to the interstate yeah and it just kind of Lost steam. Of, yeah, yeah, he ran out of gas. Yeah. Naturally. So, uh, he didn't sleep at all on the way home either. He was up. I was well, really that's not impressed. surprising. I mean,
0: we got kind of a okay slash solid nap, you know, yep. a little bit earlier in the day.
2: Yeah. He, uh, he did love the go karts. He calls them Mario Karts. Nice. So, it was a good time. Um,. We did not record. It's so funny because we get together and every time we're like, yeah, let's, hell yeah, let's record, let's let's finally do something together, right? Yeah. And then, like, finally everybody's asleep and we're just wore out, so Billy and I ended up just drinking beers until we fell asleep.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we probably could have recorded something, but with Finn being in the living room, you know, we didn't want to wake him up and right. we didn't just want to put him in the bed with uh, Jen and, and uh, little Archie. Because he would have been had to have been at the foot of the bed, and
2: would have got kicked and rolled off.
0: Yeah, kicked or rolled off, and if he rolled off on that end, he'd hit the footboard on the way down, and it
2: just wouldn't be pretty. He would have been pissed off. So, um, we signed up for Periscope, which is an add-on live camera deal for Twitter. Um, So I fired up the show thing today, just like before we started recording, and like instantly there was five or, I think I had eight people at the most watching me. I think I peaked peaked at, I had uh, 16 total. I was instantly nervous. Sure. It's nerve-wracking. You're there in front of a bunch of strange people. It's like right now I can talk, and I'm only talking to you, but I mean eventually like a hundred people will hear this. Sure. In, in six different uh, countries, or nine countries, or wherever we're at now.
0: And uh, the thing with that, too, is they're only here in on one side of the conversation when we do that, so...
2: That's true. So I did look probably like an asshole. And then the one guy says, LeBron or Jordan, and I said Jordan, and then the fucking place emptied out.
0: You said LeBron, I said Jordan. what I meant LeBron. Yeah, I'll take Jordan in his six rings over LeBron and his two, yeah. plus the, uh, the three finals losses. I still think LeBron's better.
2: But, uh, so we did that, so if you're on Twitter, find us on Twitter, at BDSM Show. Yep. And then add us in to the Periscope deal. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think what we're going to try to do is when we're doing, like, the pre-record, uh, we want to try and do some broadcasting. Sure. And then I'm going to kill it while I record because I'll be distracted staring at it, and you guys will be tr- trolling me, being like, "Say whisper." I say whispering eye. Yeah. And then I'll be like, and her whispering eye.
0: That and on my end, I'd have to kill it <laughs> anyway, because, you know, my internet's like dial up out here and... <laughs> right. you can't handle yeah. running the Skype call and the Periscope broadcast at the same time.
2: Yeah, that's way 2007 for Port Charlotte. Yeah. So. So make sure you, uh, at BDSM show, that's us on Twitter and I imagine also on Periscope.
0: Yeah, I think it's the same. And uh,
2: Tell you, also, I follow Mike Calta. He does a radio show in Tampa. Yeah. It's a decent one to follow.
0: Yeah, he's on there a lot, I've noticed.
2: And Jen Sturger. She wears a bikini pretty regularly on there. They do like... Hers is really interesting because it's her and I think one of her comedy buddies mm-hmm. who's also a very attractive blonde girl. Um, And they do... Uh, they had Brooke Kreischer on, and they sat for an hour, Burt Kreischer and his Speedo and these two chicks in their bikinis, uh, and did their thing. And it was, I love Brooke Kreischer, and I have a crush on Jen Sturger, so it's really worked out well for me. Yeah, sure. So, that's if you see them broadcasting, you should definitely check it out. It's totally worth it.
0: I don't think I've seen her once
2: come up since the weekend, so. I think she only does it like once a week. Gotcha. But it's pretty awesome. So, uh, And that's about all I got for Periscope You got anything else for Periscope? Uh, no, like you
0: said, just uh, At BDSM show on Twitter And slash Periscope And, and uh, on that end Devin, you'll probably usually be doing that one And then I've also got At Billy Bosox FWF So uh, You know, you can find that one too that would be the other half of the call. In case you're wondering, who the hell Devin's talking to? <laughs> no.
2: And my first thought is to look at porn stars.
0: Yeah, because you would think that'd be great. Uh, porn stars getting on there, live broadcasting
2: themselves. Yeah. But I didn't want to yuck up our <laughs> our feed, so I didn't. I didn't like go search them out. I just flipped through like the popular ones, and it's all like you know Brian Jennings and Jimmy Fallon, sure, shit like that. So want to get into sports?
0: Sure. You can get into
2: sports. I had the pleasure of watching the Lightning game tonight. Yeah, it was on ABC. Broadcast, Yep. Yeah. I actually watched most of the third period from my phone because I was trying to get the boy to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I was reading on Facebook, one of my buddies, I want to say it was a Kevin, said that uh, against the Blackhawks, No lead is safe. No. So if you if you have a one goal lead and you're sitting back on the Blackhawks, (laughs) sitting back on Blackhawks. Yeah, you're uh, Uh, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. Yeah, and so (laughs) they they got stung, and so the Blackhawks did what they do and bang out two goals in less than two minutes. Uh, If you haven't seen the game, spoiler alert: the Lightning lose the home opener.
0: And it's like the Blackhawks are one of those teams, like, they do this so often where they strike late to either tie a game or take the lead, you know, send it to overtime or what have you, that it almost feels like they're trolling you. Like, they, they string you along for 50 minutes and you're like, ah, we're good, and then they, you know, whip out their dick and hit you in the face with it.
2: Would you say they whip out their Blackhawk?
0: Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> No, and I mean early on the lightning looked good. Um I think they looked one point, solid. They were out shooting the Blackhawks seven to two. And, you know, just
2: coming at them wave after wave after wave. And they had a lot of shots on goal, like you're right, the first period was like, what, twenty to three or something like that? I think it
0: eventually it evened out to somewhere around ten seven and then the blocked shots were ten seven in favor of the lightning. Um I, I really can't say enough about how Corey Crawford played for the Blackhawks because the game could have gotten out of hand pretty quick. And then uh, in the third period, you know, the, the Blackhawks scored with about six and a half minutes left. That's when they finally, you know, broke through and, and scored their first goal. I'd say two or three minutes previous to that, um, Ryan Callahan had a breakaway opportunity and Corey Crawford stonewalled him you know, and kept it at a one nothing game. If he scores there, who knows how different the game ends up being. Because then you've got a two nothing lead and uh the the game probably shakes out a little differently, but it seemed like the Blackhawks got stronger as the game went along. Um the lightning had a shot that that breakaway chance with like eight minutes left was like their first shot of the third period. So that kind of tells you how strong the Blackhawks were coming on. Um and again, they're just—they're one of those teams you can't sit back on your laurels. You know, you, you just can't—you can't sit back. It, It's—they've got a lethal offense, um, and not just the top line with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. I've, they're deep. That's why they've won the Stanley Cup before. Um, you know, they've won it twice. I think in the last six or seven years. Um. So they've been here before. It's like the Rangers, but I think more able to handle the moment you know like it, it seems like the rangers just couldn't get a grip on things and and yeah they they pushed the game seven but you know when the lighting wanted to they took control and the blackhawks are just not going to be able to have to do that just turn it on when they feel like it they're going to have to be start to finish you know just full bore because like you said, start. They, they're one of those teams that no lead is safe. I just in this postseason alone, I've watched them do that three or four times. Where you thought, all right, they're done, and they come on, tie the game, send it to overtime, and win. So, you know, it's it's going to be a tough series. Uh, I think the Lightning will bounce back in Game Two. Uh, they've responded well to adversity, but if they don't, if they don't take Game Two, I know they've been a better road team than home team in the playoffs, but it's going to be tough winning in Chicago. Uh, I was thinking Lightning in seven, but if they don't take it, if they don't take game two, this could be over in, in four or five.
2: Yeah, it could get ugly. Um, let's see. Oh, I, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, fans, Lightning fans. Yeah. And just like uh, fans of, Generally shitty teams, because Lightning haven't been good. You know, they, they're they average. Does that make sense? Sure. And they just managed to put together a really good team this year, just like they did, I don't know what, eight years ago or whenever they had their last run. Yeah. And um, I noticed it a little bit, and you may have noticed it too, uh, fans that are kind of like holier than thou, like sure, getting kind of like pissy about the attention that their team's getting, And they're kind of bemoaning the newfound fans, fan base. And so Kevin Black Jesus from uh, Fantasy Football, we were kind of talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I can't stand it. Um, You know, because as a USF fan, I would consider myself a fan from the beginning. Yeah. Through the good and the bad. Um, Sure. But you know what? When that stadium is full, I don't care how long you've been a fan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: As Just, long as you're there wearing green and you're loud and proud, I don't give a shit how long you've been there.
2: Right. You got, If you picked up football this morning, you got off the plane from India, and you're like, I have no idea what football is, but I know that I'm going to go and watch this USF game, and here's my green shirt. Yeah. You know what? Welcome. Come to my tailgate, have a beer, play some cornhole, flip some cups. Um, th- uh, he called them hipster fans. That's
0: um, kind of an apt way to put it.
2: Yeah. I, I can't... I can't stand Like, you should be happy. First of all, it's hockey, guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like not like right.
0: your we're, day-to-day life.
2: <laughs> we're not talking college football. We're not talking NFL. We're not, what you know, what it says popular sports and baseball probably is, is a close third to the two footballs. Um, you should be happy that people are paying attention to hockey.
0: Absolutely. And, again, it's not, it's not something that affects their day-to-day life. It's not people intruding on their day-to-day life and,
2: <laughs> right.
0: you know, taking over things that they like. Uh, well, you know, I like these mocha lattes at Starbucks before they did. Now these assholes make it hard for me to get them. That's not the case.
2: <laughs> you know, it,
0: it's... Right. This okay. is how fan bases are built.
2: Yeah. Let, you know, you can't find a ticket on StubHub for $8 anymore. So what yeah. kind of a fan are you? Are you still going to go even though it's going to cost you more than 8 bucks?
0: Sure. It, it's... It's Like I said, this is how you build a fan base. With a run like this, you've got young fans who maybe weren't into hockey. Well, now they're watching hockey and they're watching the Lightning because that's the hometown team. Yep. So now, five years from now, when the Lightning maybe are playoff contenders but not stay in the cup contenders, you've still got these kids are, are on the Lightning bandwagon.
2: You know, this is, this they're is out how there you buying build. their first Lightning t-shirt.
0: Yeah, this is how you build future generations of fans whether it's it's the 10-year-old watching with his parents or it's some college kid who wasn't really much into hockey until he went to one of the games here in, in the playoffs and jumped on the bandwagon. The only thing that really gets me is when you jump on in May and act like you've been there since day one. Act like right. super fan from day one.
2: Right. That, you you know, know what?
0: That's annoying. And there was a lot of that, uh, at least I noticed, from outside the Rays fan base in 2008 when they – they first made the playoffs and they won the division and uh, you know, they beat the Red Sox to go to the World Series. There were a ton of people that pretended like they were there from day one. You know, they were super fan from day one. And I feel like there's a lot of Tampa people like that. But I'm not mad at the average person who's maybe not really been into baseball and they're from Tampa or they're from St. Pete or somewhere in the Bay Area. And they want to see the hometown team do good, so they're on the bandwagon. Sure, but if you're in my face like you've been super fans since day one, then we've got a problem. You know, I I just miss me with that nonsense. But it, if you're from Tampa, there's absolutely zero wrong with supporting the Lightning. With supporting the Lightning, with coming out and jumping on the bandwagon, you know, hey, for the Cup
2: run, go bolts on your. You know, in your Facebook page or, uh, yeah, you know, getting excited, you know, going to the bar, spending money. I mean, I went to, uh, I went to Hat which is a, uh, which is a downtown bar, which is just like a block or two from the stadium. Yeah. Uh, and as the name might entail, it's kind of a hockey bar. Um, and I was talking to the server. I went Monday. I went, I uh, had lunch there. Thank you. Uh, work paid for it. So it was wonderful. Nice. Um, And I was talking to the server and I was like, how bonkers is the place going to be? And she's like, she's like, it's going to, first of all, it's going to be insane. She's like, even for the Blackhawks Anaheim game, she goes, the place was packed. Yeah. So, you know, the, the businesses are making money off of this deal. You know, the hotels are packed. Um, I noticed when I was eating lunch today, you know, I worked downtown um, I saw lots of Blackhawk T-shirts and stuff wandering around. So you know they do travel. So uh, you know, yeah. welcome to the show. Congrats on getting a ticket too, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. The uh, the ticket policy. I know that's that's uh, it's
2: a hot button.
0: It is. Here's the thing. That policy has been in there since uh, some have said since last year's playoffs. I I don't know because they only played two games in Tampa last year. <laughs> right. But I know for sure it was in in uh, in place in round one. The Not being able to buy tickets without, a, you know, a zip code within a certain distance. A Florida, yeah. Um, which is fine. On that front, there are so many transplants down here from northern cities, whether it's Detroit, Chicago, New York, Boston, yep. Connecticut. Um, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Baltimore. Indiana, you name yep. it. Any of them states up north. There are tons of transplants down here because that's what Florida is. It's a retirement state. It's a transplant state. I would, I would venture to say probably half the population is people that have moved here from other states and either started families or retired.
2: I would say more than half.
0: I, I would be totally comfortable
2: saying you know, that. Like People born in Florida or born in Tampa, I can probably only name five of them and two of them are my own freaking kids. Nice, Um,
0: I just Chicago. Chicago. One of the Chicago writers for like NBC Chicago or something like that was making a big stink out of it and trying to make it this huge issue because now they're in the Cup Finals and now Chicago fans can't get tickets. You know to fly in from Chicago and go to the game. Well, number one, okay, you can't buy them off a Ticketmaster. (laughs) Go to fucking StubHub. They're on there. Go to ticket exchange. There are other ways of getting tickets than straight from the Ticketmaster website. You know, and then the other gripe was that they didn't want Chicago Blackhawk apparel in the suite a couple of the suite areas, the Chase like, Lounge yeah, and, and the something Lexus else. Lounge or something yeah, the like Lexus that. Lounge. I have no problem with that either. If I'm from Tampa and I I paid a shitload of money to be you spent in that area. That, yeah, I
2: was going to say, you spent those dollars to be in there.
0: I don't want to be in there with some dickhead Blackhawks fan rubbing his dick in everybody's face. Go sit somewhere else in the stadium. They didn't ban it from the whole stadium. They could never do that. Go sit somewhere else in the stadium. Go buy, take that money and buy a ticket on, on, right on the ice, right on the glass, front row. It'd be a better seat anyway. Stop being little bitches. Like it's just how it comes off as the Chicago fan base being whiny because they can't have their way. This has been in place since round one. Detroit had no problem getting fans in to fill the stadium. New York had no problem getting fans in seats. In mass numbers. So how is this an issue? It's not. Give it up.
2: This is nothing new. And I guarantee that the Lightning aren't the first team and aren't the only team to have this kind of policy.
0: They're not. Nashville did it in the first round against Chicago, and Chicago made a big stink about it then because they're a bunch of crybaby little bitches.
2: Yeah, Chicago bitches. Yeah. I, I just wanted so, to say bitches.
0: You know, I I would doubly like to see the Lightning beat Chicago just because they're making such a big stink out of this. Um, I also want the, you know, Besides Tampa being my adopted hometown and the Bolts being my adopted hometown team, I want to see them beat Chicago because Chicago is a bunch of assholes. I like it. You know, they're they're the Red Wings' chief rival. So anytime the Blackhawks fail, is complete success for everybody else, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but for the ticket issue and the apparel issue and them being such bitches about it, like. I was just hoping the lightning would come in and kick the shit out of them for four games, you know, just be done with it, sweep them at four. But
2: that'd be sweet.
0: Now they'll have to do it in five.
2: Yeah, right. You know, now you got now you got to win one on the road. Way to go, idiots! Actually, well, they play better on the road.
0: Yeah, they've been far better. I think they're uh, like seven and three, s- six and three, seven and three. Yeah, uh, and after the game, five seven. and
2: six on the at home.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> they were, if not the best team. Home team in the league this year, they were at least top two or three, and in the playoffs they've just been awful. They've lost, I think that they, they were uh, twelve and nine now in the playoffs, and six of those nine losses have come at home. How does that happen? You know that's yeah, terrible. You were a, a great team flare at for home, the dramatic. Set a franchise record for home wins, for the best home record, and here you are floundering at home in the playoffs. And dominating on the road, yeah it it's it's completely baffling.
2: That's about all I got for hockey. Oh, uh, Saturday is the next game. Yes. And I think what we're gonna do, I'd like to take the boys down there just to check it out.
0: Yeah. Well, at least down to like the watch parties outside. That's what I
2: think we're gonna do is uh, because I you know I work downtown and I have like a reserved parking spot. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna we're gonna just go park in my spot and then take the river walk, the newly completed river walk. Yeah. Put the boys in the stroller. You know the sun will be going down, cooling off. It should be, it should be a cool, neat atmosphere for them to, to be around. So.
0: Yeah, I think Finn'll love that.
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna try and head down there like around, I don't know, five, six. Yeah. Wait till the game like starts and then haul ass home and watch it on TV.
0: That should be fun. I think it'll be a fun atmosphere. Um, you know, not so much for Archer because he's just kind of
2: yeah, like, he's just whatever. A baby. But but I Finn think you yeah, would. I think you would too. Uh, so that's a, kind of the plan for Saturday. So I'll, I'll nice. take some pictures and um and uh, put them on the website or whatever on the Facebook page, Facebook dot com at BDSM Show. Ding, bing, bong. Um, you want to <laughs> get into NFL?
0: Uh, yeah. Sure. I mean, it it doesn't really merit saying much more than we've already said before, but.
2: Well, you called it, so I feel like you need to take your, you know, get your credit, right?
0: Sure. I'll take it. I'll take my bow, my curtsy, if you will. Uh (laughs)
2: Uh-huh. The old Hogan hand around the ear, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Roger Goodell, I mean, we already knew this, but he made it official that he's hearing Brady's uh, appeal, suspension appeal. Um, I don't know that he set a date yet. I don't, still don't think he's done that. But he came out and refuted some of the Players Association's points. And he kind of refuted some of his own points in doing so. So, I just, again, I don't see any way he comes out of this without Egg all over his face. In the league, just looking absolutely dumb. And I'm, I'm not backing down from my stance. I think he's gone within the calendar year. I so. Agree. I mean, you just – you can't – one of the points – I was reading a, a, like a CBS or Sports Nation or uh, SI article or something on it, and um, the guy pointed out that the chief reason that uh, the Players Association thinks the suspension should be tossed is because it, he's being suspended for – conduct detrimental to the league and only the commissioner by the cba's own writing only the commissioner can discipline for that and when roger goodell you know came out with the with the penalties it was troy vincent doling out the penalties and roger goodell just oversaw you know kept an eye on what was going on well now he's saying that that claim is a moot point because it was his punishment you know and it was only Troy Vincent was only in on it but it was his punishment wait that's not what you said two months ago so I mean that was one of probably five or six different ways that he just completely you know he completely went against what he was saying just a couple months ago so I, I just, I don't see this ending well for him. He's going to come out and, and he might reduce Brady's suspension by, by two games or something like that. But even if that's the case, I can still see Brady taking it to court. At this rate, unless Goodell has a complete, does a complete about face, has a complete change of heart. And reduces or takes the suspension away completely. I don't see any way this doesn't end up in court. And that the precedent has already been set the last two or three times he's been taken to court. He's going to lose. And the league is going to look stupid in the process. So, at what point do the owners just say, enough is enough? Uh, thank you for your time, Roger. Get the fuck out.
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, they spend a lot of money to have this guy just be an
0: idiot. Yep. So, I don't see it lasting. It's a marriage I can see being over soon. How
2: about a little USF? Got some USF sports news we can mention.
0: Yeah. um, You know, again. Congratulations, maybe. As we mention every week, uh, we're USF homers, unabashed. Uh, And when I tell people that I'm a USF fan, I mean I'm a USF fan, not just a USF football or USF basketball. I'm a fan of everything USF. I spent the weekend tracking the USF men's golf team because they were in the national tournament. And uh, uh, most of the day, Friday, following the first round. Most of the day, Saturday, when, you know, I had a chance to step away from the party or something. Uh, A good bit Sunday, checking the scores. And then at work Monday, uh, as they worked their way through – I don't remember what the starting number of teams was, but it, they whittled it down to 15, and then Monday they whittled it down to eight, and Tuesday morning, the first thing I did when I got to work is, is fire up the laptop and pull up the page to uh, to track the scores, and unfortunately they lost in golf's, college golf's version of the Elite Eight. Um, but, you know, it was the best golf season that the men's team has ever had, and there's something to be said for finishing in the top eight of the country uh, we had one player whose name is escaping me currently uh Claudio Correa had he finished I think in sixth place overall individually but he was only like two or three strokes off the lead so I mean he had an amazing tournament uh, individually the team had a great tournament you know team wise and uh I mean you can't say enough. But you know, just say we're proud of you guys, as USF fans, as, as USF students and alumni and everything. You know, it was it was fun to track. I'm not even a golf guy like that. Like it, if I won't even most times watch the masters on TV and I found myself just locked in all weekend, you know, refreshing this stats page on my phone, on the laptop, anywhere I could find it. So uh the baseball team also made the regionals uh, for the first time in 13 years, as we mentioned last week. And uh, they ended up going one and two. Um, but it's a, it, it lays good groundwork going forward. I don't know that many people expected them to make the tournament this year. And the head coach, Mark Kingston, did an amazing job. And um, you know I look forward to seeing what they do going forward. Uh, hopefully the ace jimmy herget hopefully he stays around for his senior year but if he doesn't i'll understand um so i mean both those teams and the, the the kid for the golf team that finished number six was a freshman so i mean i don't know what the rules are in golf as far as if you have to stay a certain number of years before going pro or if you can go pro whenever you want but you know hopefully he's around for the next three years and um he can do some amazing things for usf
2: well i um you know i'd be worth checking it out (laughs) you know i hate to say i'm only a football fan but that's sometimes all i have time for sure it's understandable i don't even get to watch like even the football i have like a hard time scratching out time i gotta figure out better time management sure so nice Mm. work usf yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, and it's like I've I've been kind of on the um, on the soapbox lately. On a few occasions, there are a lot of great things going on athletically with USF, and it's a shame that because the football team hasn't been good for a few years, and the men's basketball team has had like one good year in I don't know ten or eleven seasons, that it it completely turns people away. I mean, the, the women's Basketball team had a good run into the uh, the second round of the women's tournament and and almost got into the sweet sixteen of that tournament. And softball team year in year out puts a quality product on the field. Men's soccer, women's soccer, uh, track and field. We've we've got a few athletes. I'm not sure what the they've done team wise, but I know they've got a few athletes that have been national contenders and you know now the baseball team is back on the map and the golf team the tennis team i spent two weeks ago i was tracking the tennis team at night to see how they were doing in the ncaa tournament so there are a lot of fantastic things going on at usf and it's just it's it's unfortunate that because the two big money makers are not doing as well as you'd like that a lot of people aren't noticing the rest of what's going on there
2: So, yeah, and you're right. Um, You know, the, the main, you know, flagship uh, focus is always, you know, football. Yeah. And um, if your football team doesn't do well, it does kind of sully the rest of the athletic department.
0: Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's a sad, sad thing because there are so many amazing things going on at USF athletically that are just. You know they're overshadowed by the football team not being as good as we're used to, and the basketball team not being good as good as it could be. You know that shouldn't overshadow what the other athletic teams are accomplishing, but unfortunately, it is. But speaking of the football team, uh, Coach Taggart did an interview with the Tampa Bay Times beat writer, Joey Knight, and uh, you know, like I was telling you earlier, he he says he doesn't have any any more added pressure than he put on himself you know week one day one when he was hired and I mean you can believe that if you want to I can't believe it I feel like there has to be some kind of nerve there but if that's I mean if he's gonna buy into that I'm okay with that because if you start putting the added pressure on yourself you start pressing things you start doing things that are out of character you know, they're trying to try and force things to happen, at that's where it can go even further south. Um, he did say that he feels like this is the best team he's had since they've been at USF, and and hopefully that translates to success on the field. I, don't I mean, know. I think I, I think this year's, year's is, pretty good. I think this year's season is bowl or bust. You know, if he it's doesn't make it, not,
2: maybe not bowl or bust, but at least six wins, like five hundred or bust.
0: Well, here's the thing. I think if we get to six wins, our conference has enough bowl affiliations that we'd go to some kind of bowl game.
2: Even if it's the Magic Jack Bowl or Beefo Brady's?
0: Yeah, even if it's the Little Cuba Bowl in Miami. It's something. There, There are, I think, like eight or nine affiliations we have with different bowl games. So... If we go six and six, I have to think we get into some kind of bowl. In all likelihood, the same people because they'll want to sell tickets. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I I like Coach Taggart. He's extremely personable. Uh, he's extremely charismatic. What he does recruiting is nothing short of amazing, given what you know he's got to sell based on results for the last few years and I'd like to see him stick around. I'd like to see him make it work. You know, I I can't find anything I don't like about the guy except the win-loss record. So ideally that gets turned around. Ideally we get to a bowl game. I mean, this program has shown before that when it wins, people will show up for games. Yep. And there will be a lot of hype with the team. People buy in and and hopefully we can get back to that. I want to get back to to times where we have at minimum forty thousand people there. Yeah, those
2: those were fun. Like I'll never forget, like the full stadiums with you know uh, West Virginia or whatever. Like that's probably the one that stands out in my head. Yeah, as the most electric atmosphere I've ever been in.
0: It was amazing, you know, to be because we were down sitting in the student section and to sit down in the student section and look up to the upper deck and save maybe 10,000 people down the one side of the bowl, it was top to bottom, decked out in dark green.
2: Yeah, it was pretty it wild.
0: Was, it was amazing. It was the best crowd I've ever seen at a USF game.
2: And it was super, uh, you know, like the electric feel, so. Yeah. I can't and wait it to wasn't, get back there.
0: It wasn't like Rich Rodriguez said, because they were like the Yankees coming to town. If anything, that's why we beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was because USF was finally ranked and you've got the number five team in the country. It could have been anybody. It could have been Louisville. It could have been goddamn UConn coming in at number five. And the stadium would have been electrified. And I think even if it had been West Virginia and they were only ranked maybe 25, USF was ranked for the, you know, the first time ever, like the week before. Yep. Um and in West Virginia was a team that offensively they tear up everybody else, but we as USF fans know they they can't solve our defense. I mean that's for a good two or three four years there, we were one of the few teams that had an answer for their offense. You know, it was it was assignment football. They played a stupid spread offense, spread the zone read crap and and Wally Burnham, God bless him, had had it figured out. And the play, guys played discipline. And Steve Slayton, I think, got knocked out of the game both times that we beat them uh, in '06 and '07. And I remember 07, I told told my buddy Justin, who I'm sure will be listening to this, I said, "We hit that dude hard twice, and you will not see him for the rest of the game." And sure enough, Tyrone McKenzie put a picture perfect form tackle on him i want to say it was his second big hit of the game uh caused a fumble put a shoulder pad right on the ball steve slayton was done didn't come back for the rest of the game so i mean that's that's i would love for us to get back to that you have a defense that plays with an attitude you have an offense that they were at times inconsistent but they played with a goddamn swagger You know, like you could expect good things from them. The offense we have now, we don't know what to expect. All you know is Marlon Mack is going to get 20 carries. Yeah,
2: right.
0: You know, so I just, like I was, I I posted on the Bulls pen the other day. I'm an eternal optimist. I'm the guy that sits there till the clock reads double zeros. Because something is going to happen. I'm waiting for something to happen. And even with that, I'm just to the point now where I hope that this is the year we get it turned around and get back to winning. But I can't say that with any kind of confidence. So I I have hope in the team. I'm not so sure that I have confidence in the team. At least until we see them the first couple
2: weeks. And I know what we're getting. I like it. You want to talk NBA? Sure. I I mean, we had, the,
0: we had the, the finals matchup squared away last week, and they waited eight goddamn days <laughs> to play game one.
2: So, Give me uh, LeBron in seven.
0: I will take Steph Curry in seven. If it goes to game seven, Cleveland's going to have to win in Oakland,
2: and I just don't see that. So. Um, that's all I got for sports Uh, sounds about right You got anything else? I do not Not that I can think of off the top of my head, no For non-sports, who wanted to talk a little bit about the workplace Yes I'm gonna let you start, Billy Since you texted me earlier in the week I feel like there's some pressing
0: Yeah, uh, sure
2: Etiquette that you'd like to uh, put forth Sure Um, I work at a newspaper, and
0: in that newspaper, the press room, and it may not be the press room, guys, I'm assuming it's the press room, guys, seem to be heathens when it comes to the bathroom. I don't know how many times I've walked in, and the bathroom reeks of piss because someone peed and then didn't flush. (laughs) Or walk in and it smells like shit because someone took a deuce and didn't flush. How hard is it to turn around and hit that stupid flapper?
2: Somebody left a a turd in there?
0: I've walked in on turds floating in there.
2: Oh my god.
0: My three-year-old son has been able to flush his own toilet for at least a year now. If he can do that at age two, if not before, a grown-ass man... With a job, who I'm assuming can wipe his own ass, can do that. It's not that hard. Turn around and hit the little flapper. If you piss on the seat, (laughs) clean up after yourself for crying out loud. You know, like I, I I don't know if you ever go on the chive, uh, thechive.com, but uh, recently they had these passive aggressive work signs, and one of them said. If you make a mess, clean up after yourself, your mother doesn't work here.
2: Yeah, I've seen that one.
0: Yeah, like it's true. Nobody's going to come behind you and flush that for you. Fucking flush your own toilets. <laughs> it's not that hard.
2: We have automatic flushing urinals.
0: God damn it. If you pee in there, flush it. You're looking right at it.
2: Let me ask you, do you have um, like commercial-style bathroom? Or do you have the bathroom with, like, the tank over the you know over the toilet like you have at the house?
0: A typical tank over the toilet.
2: Okay, okay. See, we have the commercial, you know, pipe coming out of the wall that blasts the turd down the hole. And um, so far I haven't found any floating turds yet. Well,
0: we're not some fancy pants international.
2: <laughs> uh, now at Best Buy. Billion dollar
0: franchise.
2: We would find floaters all the time.
0: Yeah, there's no need for
2: that. Shit on the walls, shit on the floors, piss everywhere.
0: Yeah. Act like an adult. You know,
2: um at my office, uh, over the urinal, I'm 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 a little concerned. There's fucking hair everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand
2: how you could lose so many pubes while you're taking a piss. Yeah. Like unless you're like picking it out and like I mean, I tossing don't know. It in. I really don't know. Every time I go, there's at least eight pubes on the urinal, nice, like around. And obviously, I try to pee on them to get them to go down the, the drain. But like, you need if you're losing that many pubes every time you whip it out to take a a leak. Yeah, it might be time for a little manscaping. Sure. Just knock it down to a number two. It makes your pe- <laughs> it makes your packer look bigger. Trust me. Sure. You know, you got a smaller shed. The tool looks bigger.
0: Fair point. Yeah, fair point.
2: Trim the bush down, and look how tall the mailbox gets. (laughs) Nobody wants to be digging around looking for the mailbox, you know what I mean?
0: Sure. And nobody wants to be looking at that while they're trying to go to the bathroom.
2: The other thing is the countertop. Um, When you're washing your hands, I mean, what's up with you splashing the water everywhere?
0: Yeah, I don't don't understand that. When I
2: lean over the countertop, I sh- my pants shouldn't get wet If I accidentally touch the countertop
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense But, you know, some people, they wash it And they drag their dripping hands all over the <laughs> all place right. and-
2: Just take the paper towel And give it a little and you're good Sure,
0: to don't be a dick Again, it comes down to If you make a mess <laughs> Clean up after yourself You're a grown adult I'm assuming these people don't go home Shit in the toilet And then leave a <laughs> floater for their wife to walk in on
2: but well, they wouldn't I be married. Would lose her fucking mind if she yeah. walked into the bathroom and there was a big man turd in there. <laughs> I
0: I just don't see it. I, I know most of these people have to be married. And if they're not, that's probably why <laughs> Yep.
2: They had it like their girlfriend was over there went to go wash their hands and like What is yeah. that?
0: And they look in the toilet and it's full of you know, three gallons of just dark yellow piss.
2: Oh, piss on top of piss smells so bad
0: It's awful So bad Terrible. You can smell it the second you walk near the bathroom Like, oh,
2: there's piss on piss Like, one piss doesn't stink Piss on piss stinks
0: Yeah, it's awful It's awful And again my, my son just turned three He's been able to flush his own toilet For at least a year, if not longer If he can figure it out You sure the fuck can figure it out it's not that hard. Oh, Nobody wants to walk into the toilet and see some other dude stink metal floating in the <laughs> in the pond.
2: Oh man. I uh Stacy had well Stacy my sister. Um she is four foot nine. Yeah. And the old place we used to work at, um or well, these I used to work at she still works there, had three microwaves in the break room. Two yeah. two of which are like up high, like real high, uh, and one low one. Sure, she's four foot nine. Yeah, so she walks in there and she sees, you know, this like six foot tall woman cooking her food on the microwave that's low. You know, and she's like in there waiting. Like, hey, there's like two other microwaves in here that you could potentially use.
0: Yeah, that's just wrong.
2: Just, just a little etiquette. That's all. Yeah, do a little manscaping. Flush your own stink pickles down the toilet. (laughs) Don't just pile up the paper. I mean, if you really want to get nasty, you pile up the paper first. Yeah. And then you shit so that the turd is out of the water. Yeah. You get a real good stink going. (laughs) That's an old school move right there. Good to know. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you pile the paper in first. And then you shit on top of the paper.
0: Well, yeah, and then half the time that won't flush. It'll clog the toilet. Right, and your are in open air, and it's so it's gross. Too, it's too bulbous.
2: <laughs> bulbous. <laughs> Poop talk is the best.
0: <laughs> oh, The other thing with the microwaves... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's petty, but it's still
2: a point. It counts.
0: If you pull your food out before it's done, before the timer's done... Before you hear the loud, obnoxious beeping, just clear the goddamn time. Don't If you pull your food out with two and a half minutes left, don't leave that up on the microwave for the next asshole to come along and wonder why the hell the buttons aren't working. What if that guy walks in? Let's say you leave it and you got, oh, I don't know, two minutes and 21 seconds on, on, uh, on the timer left. What if he comes in at 2.15 or 2.20? It just looks like the goddamn clock. So he's sitting there mashing buttons going, what the hell's going on? I don't oh, understand. Oh, the
2: broken again.
0: God damn it. <laughs> and if you're one of those people that has food that splatters, like say pasta sauce, right? <laughs> cover the goddamn thing.
2: Just take a paper plate, flip it upside down, and cover it.
0: Yeah, nobody wants to cook their food in a microwave covered with other people's nasty-ass food.
2: Ch- all charred up.
0: God, it's like... You're working with Neanderthals. Like, they've just figured out how the microwave works for the first
2: time, like goddamn cavemen. The microwave at the gas station is cleaner.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. We finally at work just got two brand new microwaves because the other ones were, they, I'm pretty sure, were growing things.
2: It was charred on there. You couldn't even scrape it off.
0: Yeah, you couldn't come at it with a fucking hammer and a chisel. (laughs) And, um... So they got these two new microwaves and it's sad that they have to do this but they have to post a sign over top of it that says if you have splattering food cover it and if your food splatters inside the microwave clean it. You shouldn't have to tell people that. That should be common sense. That should just come with I'm using the microwave. It's not my house. I'm going to clean up after myself. Because nobody should have to eat with my food splattering all over their food.
2: And don't cook fish in there.
0: And don't,
2: exactly don't cook, oh, for fuck's sake, seafood. No seafood. Jen cooked salmon in it the other day. I came in, because she ate, it was like some Publix frozen meal. It was like fish and green beans. And I walked in the house, and I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) She's like, what's what? I was like, did you cook fish in the microwave? She's like, how did you know? Because it
0: smells like asshole, that's how.
2: Because now I also know you don't listen to the podcast, so hmm. yeah, thanks a now lot. It
0: smells like burned fish, asshole.
2: Yep. So, um, I don't even use my microwave for popcorn anymore. I got this little Brulee really Pop thingy uh, that you put the oil and the popcorn in, and it takes just about the same amount of time, maybe a little bit longer, but it tastes so much better.
0: Yeah, because it's it's not microwaved. It's like a uh, uh, almost more natural movie theater, yeah, like movie theater style. Sure,
2: it's tasty. Uh, let's see, do I have anything else for work? I don't really think I have anything this week for work anymore. Faux pas. You got anything else? I. I do not. Hey, you know what? We're going to finish early. Sorry, Jacob.
0: Yeah, take that. Take that.
2: We're a day late, and we're going to finish <laughs> seven minutes early.
0: Hey man, if if we can get this done and download it fast enough, maybe it won't be a day late. Just like I usually post twelve hours
2: today. Yeah, usually I listened to it on my lunch break today, but yeah, I uh, that's my fault. By the way, I couldn't get the boy to sleep, and then I fell asleep. And I just assumed up. you fell asleep. I did fall asleep, but the boy was giving me like a real hard time.
0: Sure. I wonder where he gets if, that from. If all ups fails, blame it on the toddler.
2: Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah, he had to go to the bathroom like three times. He was totally stalling me. He's like, "I go go potty," and like when they're of that course. when they're that age, you can't really deny them the potty. Oh, we have. Oh, if really? It's
0: right at, if it was right after he just went to the bathroom, he'll try. Oh, feels like, like, like
2: diarrhea or something. You know.
0: He, he did once. He goes, "Daddy, I gotta go." No, he goes, "Daddy, I gotta go potty go," or he goes, "I gotta go pee pee." And I'm like, "You just filled up the toilet with pee pee. You don't have to go pee pee." He goes, "Okay." Daddy, I gotta go poopy. Mike, no, you don't.
2: <laughs> now you're stalling me.
0: Yeah, I was born at night, but not last night, pal.
2: Well, I put him in there, and I do. I just I stand there and stare at him like mean mug, stink eye. <laughs> so he knows it's not playtime. Sure. Like I leave my That's phone in it. my pocket. You know, like we don't read any books or anything. Yeah. I jam him on the toilet, and I'm like, go. Yeah, get it done. Go potty right now. Yep. There's no poop in there, you're in trouble. You better squeeze something out. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't do that. You're gonna give him a go. No, I don't do that. I don't that. I really don't <laughs> I do give him the stink eye though sometimes.
0: Oh man. <laughs> then if he's ever not sure he's not gonna go and then he's gonna shit his pants.
2: Well, you know what? I don't deny him the potty. So he was farting up a storm the other day, man. I was we were watching something on my phone laying in bed and I was yeah. like I was like, Did you fart? And he's like, Yeah. I was <laughs> like, Did you shave your pants? No.
0: Okay. What's great for me is uh, the boy actually takes credit for my farts now. Sometimes I'll I'll rip ass and you know, I'll look over at him to see if he starts laughing. He goes, Daddy, I farted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did, but
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what, dude? I was up feeding the fish and I was kinda squatted down. Uh, like if you were to take a poop out in the woods, squat it down. Yeah. And uh, I farted. And he looked under. He's like, he's like, Daddy, go poo-poo. <laughs> I was like, it does kind of stink, but no. He goes, go to the party. So Awesome. Anyway, um, that's all I got. So make sure you uh, go on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash BDSM show. Find our yes. show. And then click share.
0: Share, share, share,
2: and then go on Twitter at BDSM Show.
0: Yes, and, and follow,
2: follow, follow and retweet, and then favorite. Go on to Periscope. Yes, and click uh, follow for Periscope too.
0: Absolutely, uh, at BDSM Show, and then uh, my personal Twitter would be at Billy Bo Sox, uh, FWF. And that, a lot of times, because I will promote from work, a lot of times I'll be doing it on that, just tag at BDSM show. So uh, you can get also show updates on that Twitter. So
2: And follow him on, uh, follow Billy on Periscope too. I heard he likes to get yeah. naked.
0: I am currently sitting here with no pants on.
2: Pants off, dance off. Yeah. On Periscope.
0: Hey, It's a pants party over here. (laughs) Uh, The Triple P Periscope Pants Party.
2: Nice. Um, That's all I got. Oh, you got a Hemingway quote.
0: I do. Ernest Hemingway. Uh, We're getting cultured now.
2: Big ups, Hemingway. Miss you.
0: (laughs) Much respect. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just kissed this guy, by the way. Sure. You got to do the chest bump, kiss the fingers,
2: Peace to the sky. You can't see it, but if I was on Periscope, you would be able to see it.
0: Sure. Uh-huh. Ernest Hemingway said, I drink to make other people more interesting, which is the truth. Absolutely.
2: Don't we all? Isn't that why we drink?
0: Sure. I mean, we drank a six-pack each uh, Saturday night to make training day more interesting, I guess. but
2: You were way cooler after six beers. I'd like to think so. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's all I got. Thanks for coming, guys, and, uh, see, you uh, next week will be uh, right after game two, I guess.
0: Well, let's see, Saturday's game two, I think Monday's game three. There you
2: go, so hopefully the Lightning will be up to one.
0: So, maybe we'll get, record after, uh, the day after game three, uh, or maybe we'll record after game four on Wednesday.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I'm going to see New Kids on the Block this weekend.
0: Well, have fun with that.
2: It's uh, New Kids, and then opening forum is Nelly and TLC.
0: Oh, I feel like we should mention Garth Brooks had a bunch of shows canceled, a bunch of country fans pissed off, and I am all for it.
2: You know what? I I heard that he booked those concert dates like two years ago.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? It's the Lightning's Arena. They get first dibs. I'm sorry. They had another game where they couldn't reschedule the game because the, you had the Nitro Circus or whatever, and... The Nitro Circus was canceled, and they still couldn't reschedule to that date. So, eat dick Garth Brooks, uh a dick Garth Brooks fans. Edie Unless Edie you dick listen G- to
2: the show, and then not you.
0: Eat a dick uh, country fans in general. I don't, I don't care who's like pissed country. off. Right. The Lightning are more important than Garth Brooks. Or country music or any other shitty show that's going to go in there that's not the lightning playing for the Stanley Cup.
2: Why not move that thing to the TROP or to the Sundome?
0: Well, i th- you know, I thought they could move it to the TROP, but no one would go anyway. <laughs> nice. So. Well,
2: we got to cross the bridge. I don't like Garth Brooks that much.
0: Exactly. Oh, I don't know where I'm going. Move to Orlando. I don't, I don't want to deal with that traffic. I'd have to live three hours in advance.
2: Refund everybody $15 for the fuel and do it in Orlando.
0: I... This, you had a good point with the Sundome I don't know if they had anything planned
2: Or maybe there's not enough seats
0: Or if there's not enough advance warning but
2: All the people who bought their tickets last And refund their tickets
0: Yeah and go, sorry, suck a dick
2: Cause Sundome holds 10k, right?
0: Uh, yeah, at least
2: In a concert configuration? Play maybe more?
0: Yeah, I mean it, I I wanna say it holds 10 or 11
2: Yeah, do it there. I mean, you only lose like a couple of thousand people. Sure. And then just do four shows. You get them all in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
2: Um, And we managed to stretch it out to an hour. You're welcome, Jacob.
0: Yeah, we did it just for you, sweetheart.
2: Enjoy your drive back from Savannah.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, we will see you next week.
2: Do you think the Ice Flow music is still rolling right now?
0: Um, How long does it I go? Can, I can make it that way. Cool. If the ice flow rolls for as long as I want the ice flow to roll. There you go. <laughs> See
2: you guys next week. See you guys.